Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is Monday, May 29th, 2023. And so as we begin each week, let's just take a brief moment of silence to connect with the worldwide group of triangles, followed by the sounding of that powerful mantra, the noontime recollection. We know, O oh Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So our work, as always, is twofold to introduce this planetary service to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. So if you're new to this work, welcome, a warm welcome. And we hope that you will find in this work a valuable daily activity, which you can participate in with two other individuals as a form of transfiguring planet Earth. So it's a noble task and a task that is not only linking with two other people, but linking with the worldwide planetary network of people throughout the world in all different countries who are throwing their weight behind this powerful form of service. And we also come together, of course, to participate in a meditative visualization that serves to strengthen the planetary network. So again, triangles um, takes a simple approach. You simply link with two other people and you visualize your triangle, um, the energy circulating through your triangle and then moving throughout the entire network of all those who are participating in triangles. And as you do so, you sound together the great invocation, a powerful world prayer. And so it's really that simple. Um, and the meditation that we use here each week is not really intended to be the daily practice. And we're posting a link in the chat box, how to do the work, which gives another suggested uh, briefer and simpler format of how you can participate in this work. But again, it's only a suggestion and each triangles worker works out their own method of linking with the network. And as we always do, we like to introduce our speaker uh, today. It will be Maya Closley, who works here in New York at the Lucis Trust. And she will be speaking on the beneficence of God through cosmic, systemic, and planetary triangles. The purposes of God are working out. So we look forward to hearing from Maya later after the meditation. And just a couple of other announcements. Uh, this weekend, we will be all hopefully participating in, if we can, through whatever means, um, in the, the final and concluding Arcane School Conference, will be, which will be held in our London headquarters. And we've posted a link to that. And you can use that link to 
register and participate in the event. And that begins on Saturday, June 3rd, which is also World Invocation Day, and Sunday, June 4th. So we hope to see you all there. Um, and so that's it for our introductory words. And we'll now go into a brief visualization to support and strengthen the network. So let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, visualize a triangle, a triangle composed of the three planetary centers, Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. And visualize these points as three spheres that are moving and merging one with the other around the triangle, filling the triangle with light. And now invoking the spiritual will, we visualize in the center of this triangle, a five-pointed indigo star. This is the star of the world teacher, who links east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love wisdom. And about now visualize this three spheres coming into alignment with one another and forming one sphere. This is the sphere of the new group of world servers. And visualize this sphere full of unlimited points of light representing the multitude of individuals and groups working along all lines of endeavor, filling this sphere with light. And now from the center of the sphere, look down upon the planet Earth and see its light an aspiration emanating from members of the human kingdom. And as a group, we breathe in and visualize the light within humanity being lifted by the group and projected into the spiritual hierarchy through a rainbow bridge of light. And then stand as a group and receive the response from the higher centers and visualize this downpouring light pouring through the new group and being released through the entire planet. 
Visualize these released energies circulating, releasing light and love to all parts of the planet. See the planet as a sacred planet. And now we sound together the invocation of light. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. So as most of you know, we're reaching that climaxing moment within the cycle of the three spiritual festivals, this higher interlude period of the spiritual year. And it would seem appropriate that each festival builds upon the previous one, but that this final festival brings together the energies of all three. And so it's a powerful opportunity focused on the Christ. It is known in some understanding as the festival of the Christ, but it's also preeminently the festival of humanity because we know that Christ is the God-man and stands as the leader of both the spiritual hierarchy, but also of humanity and also of the angelic realm. So it's a culminating point wherein the energies in particular that were released from Shambhala to the world teacher at the Taurus full moon have been held instead in surely a very challenging um, point of tension, which the world teacher has held for this entire month, will be released on this June full moon in the Western continent on Saturday and in Europe and in Russia and in Asia, it will be on June 5th. So we're working now in preparation for that great period. And we're told in the teachings, interestingly enough, that this final festival, this Gemini festival, takes place over a period of four full days. So we know that the full moon period is always an extended period of time, but this one is particularly highlighted. So I would assume that the four days 
culminate on the day of the full moon. That's my interpretation. We're not actually told that. But the third day is said to be the day of contact. The second day is said to be the day of resurrection. And the first day of preparation is the day of love. So we might say Wednesday is the day of love in the hierarchical sense, the Tibetan says. And that love should be highlighted in our consciousness on that day as it is in the ceremonies that are held uh, by the spiritual hierarchy. So that love, DK describes it as free from sentiment, emotion, and personal emphasis. It's a love that sacrifices and understands, that acts with strength and decision, and that works on behalf of the whole and not in the interests of any group or individual. So on Wednesday, we can keep that keynote of love in our minds and hearts. And it's said that within the spiritual hierarchy, on each of these days, the Christ stands before the collected hierarchy and intones the entire great invocation in a solemn ceremony. But on each of these three days of preparation, <clears throat> for the great day of release on Saturday, the assembled hierarchy intones a stanza of the great invocation. And we would assume they were in consecutive order. So in that first day, the assembled, assembled hierarchy intones the first stanza related to light. And that the work of triangles, the Tibetan says, will be held within the consciousness of all of us on that day and on each day when we use the great invocation, we can link and work to foment the energies of the triangles network. And then on the second day, the energies are released through the second stanza of the great invocation. And the Tibetan tells us that that stanza is related to the work of the new group of world servers as a whole to all those many individuals and groups. So we can focus when we use the great invocation on the new group of world servers, when we use that second stanza. And then on Friday, the third day of preparation, the focus is on the will to good and goodwill. And so that's the day that we focus in our consciousness on the goodwill work in the world. And then on the final day, we use the entire invocation and there's a solemn ceremony, we're told, within the inner planes on that day. So it's a really potent week that we're aligning with and hopefully our triangles work will be forefront in our consciousness as a means of working as we do to build that lighted Antakarana bridge between humanity and hierarchy, that's our task. We work with those members of the new group of world servers who are the spiritual heart of that group and we project the rainbow bridge to the hierarchy and we stand then as a collective channel through which the released energies can be poured throughout the world, particularly on Saturday, World Invocation Day. And so in alignment with World Invocation Day, the Lucis Trust has um, produced a video 
which a link to which we're placing in the chat box. And we hope that all of you can do what you can over this week to promote this video to your friends, to your social media, as a means of introducing humanity to this idea of the power of our collective thought, the power of using it simultaneously on Saturday, World Invocation Day, working with the energies of love that the Gemini full moon always releases. So here it is. World Invocation Day is a day of prayer and focused spiritual intention. When people everywhere join together and sound the great invocation, Today we face the fact that materialistic values have led humanity to a state of profound difficulty with a variety of interlocking political, economic, social, and ideological crises coming to the fore. Underlying these outer crises, however, are major crises of consciousness. What appears to be a strengthening of darkness in the world is really an intensification of ancient conflicts between past and future, between selfishness and group welfare, and between our collective karma and humanity's spiritual destiny. On this day, which occurs each year at the time of the Gemini full moon, the mass desire for a better world is concentrated and propelled upwards in a united appeal to divinity. Humanity becomes the bridge, linking spirit and matter and standing as the transmitting agent through which a flood tide of love and light is released throughout the world. The Great Invocation is the perfect vehicle to lift the mass desire for relief from suffering, for it expresses humanity's need and pierces through all difficulties and doubts, penetrating straight to the mind and heart of the one in whom we live and move and have our being. From this high point, a response is poured forth, illumining the way ahead and revealing the vision of a new civilization. We need love to govern the relationships between people, and we need the power of the spiritual will to reorient world desire so that through humanity, the divine plan can work out. Please join together with people throughout the world in this act of planetary service.
So now we work together with our meditation, integrating as a group, standing at the center of the even arm cross. lifting our consciousness to the mental plane. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. We project a lighted rainbow bridge towards the spiritual hierarchy and sound together the affirmation of the will, affirmation of love, excuse me. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualization. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. And visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love 
at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualizing the alignment between your triangle, the planetary network of triangles, the heart of love, the group soul, and the spiritual hierarchy and the Christ. Visualize and hold the mind open and receptive to the inpouring energies of love. Precipitation. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of people everywhere. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, and establishing right human relationships. And we project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy and sound together the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time.
let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet, a light with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution. Sounding the great invocation silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, everyone. And now we welcome Maya Kosley. Hi, Kathy and everyone. Um, thank you for deciding to be here and join us on Memorial Day and lending your efforts to this very important work. So the title of my talk came from a quote from the Tibetan from Esoteric Astrology on page 477. And actually the next sentence after the quote, it continues. It is through these relationships that love expresses itself brings about the needed changes for that expression, and human consciousness is brought into the required state of inclusiveness. So when Kathy invited me to return and speak again, I was really thinking about the last time that I was here um, when I chose to speak about um, why triangles work exists. And I was trying to shed a little light on the question and what we might want and how we might want to participate in the work because of it. When we meditate and we focus on our visualization of triangles, we're meditating on triangles of light within the etheric and energetic field of earth. And what we're hoping for in that effect is, as my talk was titled, transform the energetic field or etheric field of earth from one of squares to one of triangles. I wanted to maybe continue this topic today and discuss who is doing triangles work. And I don't just mean us or potentially us. When I discussed the previous uh, topic, we were discussing this reorientation and that through triangles, the energy grid of the planet was essentially being rewired. And that through this effort, we were manifesting consciousness, or specifically Christ consciousness on Earth. And that this was an evolutionary development for the planet. And that through the work of triangles, we were being given an opportunity to participate in this work, according to the plan. So the question of who is doing the work, we want to think of it more as not something that has been a new idea that's being precipitated that the Tibetan has sort of invented. This work is actually a universal work 
and that this work has the hopeful effect of developing the Christ principle, not just on earth, but within the cosmos. When we talk about energy following thought, we're talking about a universal law, which is the way that the will of God is working out his plans within the universe and through his mind, communicating that will in the universal language of symbols. The triangle is a universal symbol for that Christ consciousness. And as esoteric workers in mental matter, we now have the privilege and the opportunity to join in this work for the first time in human history as a group. The human kingdom has developed enough mental polarization now that we can aid in this planetary work of redemption. Triangle's work is not a new technique. It's a cosmic phenomena. Through the Tibetans' introduction of the science of triangles through Alice Bailey, we now have a science that we can train ourselves to use and to join in this cosmic and planetary redemption. The whole universe is in one triangle or another. The whole universe is working with triangles. They are triangles of relationship and of the redemption of matter, both as the receiver and as the giver of divine energy. Triangles, in fact, are an aspect of the one true and original triangle, that of God the unmanifest, God the manifest, and the principle of the cosmic Christ as he seeks to bring the two closer together. Triangles can be seen at every level of evolution that can be observed, cosmically, systemically, and on our planet. On Earth, there is the divine triangle seeking to be expressed of the Buddha, the spirit of peace, and the avatar of synthesis. And it is through our triangle work that we are seeking to be one tiny aspect of that greater triangle. It is also through this triangle that the will of the Logos is seeking expression on our planet and within all planetary kingdoms, but particularly through the human. Humanity has the spark of mind, and in that divine gift, we have the potential to make great contributions to the evolution of the planet. 
through the work of triangles, the Christ is the divine center in every human heart. And it is from the high place where the coming one waits. It is only the united demand of humanity, its massed intent, which can precipitate the descent of an avatar. That's a quote from The Reappearance of the Christ on page nine. Humanity is the sons of fire and of, of mind. And as the new group of world servers, we help in the reappearance of Christ on earth in this way. Triangles are the divine pattern that represents the soul in manifestation through all the lives and all the forms in which it manifests. They are the Christ sounding the note of love through those forms. A form and and form a triangle of divine energy. Triangles tune humanity to Christ's divine frequency, and he continues to sound that note until every one of us is in resonance with him. We must try to tune our own fields and the field of humanity through the work of triangles to enable Christ's return. We must prepare the way and make all paths straight for his return through this work. Transferring human consciousness from the personality to the higher cosmic etheric levels of the spiritual triad is the work of triangles. The spiritual triad's descent into matter, and by that descent, resurrection of matter is achieved. The salvation of the form life through triangles. This descent of the energy of love results in trials and testing of the desire nature, so that the higher aspects of love can be revealed. As we head into the upcoming Festival of Humanity and of the Christ, along with World Invocation Day, let us see the testing and trials that humanity is facing as an opportunity and renew our commitment to join in this work of triangles so that humanity can hasten Christ's reappearance on earth. Thank you. Thank you, Maya. Those are some powerful thoughts for the group and serve as a stimulation for the whole network. So thank you so much. Um, I really thought it was interesting how you brought forward that important point that triangles are not simply an activity created for humanity at this particular time, but rather a cosmic and a systemic principle. And uh, yeah, that's very important because we as human beings tend to be rather self-centered, thinking that this is our unique service, whereas in fact, it's an eternal service that the great lives and the planetary lives have been working with for 
eons of time. So it is very expansive uh, to recognize that. So thanks for bringing that forward. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, get this nice siren going in the back. Yeah. Um, yes, the trials and tribulations of humanity <laughs> as we speak. Um, yes, I think, um, you know, having us become aware of triangles now is really just an indication that we're spiritually matured enough that we're being invited to the party, so to speak. You know, yeah. we've uh, developed some skills and now we're being seen as somewhat useful in this regard. And so through uh, the Tibetans work, some of us have become aware of triangles. Um, obviously, we hope more people will become aware of triangles and it will continue to grow. But it's true. Um, you know, if you study esoteric astrology, you know, the Tibetan says that triangles are at the heart of it because the entire universe is in relationship in one form or another. And there's so many triangles throughout that whole manifested reality. So um, nobody's beneath the work of triangles. <laughs> They're everywhere. And we benefit from the work of greater beings who are in triangular relationship, who are through that potentizing the energies that are being, um, you know, supplied to us and helping our evolution. And um, yeah. so we, you know, within the new group of world servers, I think, who are aware, sort of, uh, we, you know, we can um, share the love you know, participate in that and help others that we have the opportunity to help through that too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we there's a phrase in the teachings, the great chain of hierarchy. And I think the work of triangles also illustrates that because not only are there these, these great triangles, there are also interlocking triangles that take energies, like triangles form from extra zodiacal constellations such as the great bear through related to a constellation related to our sun or related to even our planet earth so i mean there are triangles are a form of stepping down energies that would be too powerful for our planet to handle or for even our entire solar system to handle so we have to remember that our work in triangles is also part of this chain of hierarchy and we're we're providing a real service and without our work the powerful energies from the spiritual hierarchy would be too much for humanity to handle and they might be too much for us to handle at times when we're working doing this work but nonetheless we have to cooperate to the best of our abilities and use it as a vehicle for bringing hierarchical energies into humanity as a whole. Particularly, I thought it was really interesting that some of the ideas that I was quoting from that the Tibetan says that this work of triangles is part of the reflective uh, work of the entire hierarchy during this culminating June festival. That's pretty amazing. It, it serves to strengthen our, our resolve to do this work. 
Yeah, it's like the gift that keeps on giving or something. Um, yeah, it's interesting when I was thinking about that in terms of um, how many levels there are to hierarchy. Obviously, cosmically, it's just infinite. And why is it that we need bridges? Why do we need triangles and the stepping down of energy? I think, like you're saying, um, because it has to do with the relationship between spirit and matter. You know, um, in a sense, the soul is already enlightened, whether it's a planetary soul or an individual. It's always the process of trying to bring that consciousness into manifestation. And it's the matter that has to be keyed up so that it's in resonance with that energy. And it's always this process of um, raising to another level of vibration or frequency. Um, but it's true. Like if you take an electric charge and you try to bring it into, let's say, a battery that is not designed to hold that amount of charge, like things will, it will destroy something. It will fry it, mm -hmm. literally. So... You know, we all have a capacity. We all have a sort of, you know, amount of storage available. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we're hopefully keying ourselves up to be, uh, you know, have greater capacity. But um, it's also through the work of triangles that we receive, but we also give. And that strengthens that process for us individually, for groups, for humanity. Yeah. Um, so let's maybe open it up now to the group. If anybody has a comment that they would like to make, they can raise their hand and uh, we'll unmute your microphone. And meanwhile, if Maya, would you, if there's any comments in the chat box that you might like to read or address? Okay. Let's see. Here's the scrolling feature. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking over people's comments here. Yeah. Right, that's true. Christina says that we're also in the great triangle of the three spiritual festivals. Obviously, you know, anytime you see three things in relationship to three other things, you instantly should think about a triangle mm -hmm. and what that means, and maybe even think about which aspect each of those things is playing the role of in that triangle. Because another thing not mentioned but is crucial is that a triangle is an expression of, you know, triadic energy. So we're talking about will, love, and activity or intelligence. And so every being that's in a triangle is playing one of those roles, and each is needed for that triangle to function properly, because mm -hmm. that's part of that divine geometry, the yeah. spiritual geometry of a triangle. And what it does, it has to have three... Um, looks like Clint 
is asking, can you explain what is meant by the transformation of the web of the planet from squares to triangles? Um, well, that was the talk I gave last time. Um, again, it has to do with you know the history of the planet and that we developed a very high level of material, uh, you know, ability to manifest in matter, but it wasn't imbued with love and a sense of relationship to a higher order or to you know God's love, God's will in that regard. And so now, you know, Christ has come to present the new curriculum. And now we're building in consciousness. We're building in love into that matter. Um, and so triangles are the preeminent symbol of that relationship of building consciousness into matter. Oops. At the last oh, here. Any other questions? Anybody have any thoughts they want to share? It takes three to be one, says Suzanne. That's an interesting thought, don't you think? Well, again, you know, this this. We have three bodies of our personality, our mental, emotional, and physical body. There's so many threes, it's just infinite, but that seems to be, I mean, that's a mystery really of why uh, everything in manifestation seems to come in threes. That's, that's a, that's the way things are built in at the highest level. So we may not be able to necessarily understand why, but we do know it is true and we can work with that. Well, we can just uh say thank you to Maya and you can close by taking a brief moment of silence to visualize this planet surrounded by a network of golden triangles. Thank you, everyone. And we'll, uh, I also should have mentioned that New York will have, be having its full moon meeting on Saturday at 3 p.m. So hope to see you there.